Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. We have a very special guest today. Who do we have, Steph? It's my sister. You guys, she's sweet. She's creative. She's super funny. You guys are going to love her. Hope you enjoy this episode of Tell Us a Good Story. The story of my life, I take her home. I drive all night to keep her warm in time. It's frozen. The story of my life, I give her home. Steph, this is going to be fun. It's this. I'm excited about this. We've been looking forward to this. Because, ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is one of the most fun people we know, one of the most talented people we know, and like yourself, is one of the most energetic women I've ever met in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Tell Us a Good Story, Stephanie's sister, Katie Keller Schnetzer. Hello, Miss Katie. Welcome, sis. Oh, thank you for having me. We've been excited about this. I love so excited. Thank you. My favorite. (laughs) Thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. So I have a list, or we have a list of stories from the past 15, 17 years that we've known each other, right? Mm -hmm. The three of us. So I've been in the family 15 years. We dated for about two. Yes. So there's been a lot of a lot of good stories throughout the years. So one thing on our list, we want to talk about some of the pranks that we've done. Primarily on you, not on us, because you really, you're not really yeah. a prankster. Not good at that. Yeah. But you are so much fun to prank, quite <laughs> honestly. And Steph, do you want to tell, tell the story of what we did to Katie? At the end of her college experience or whatever, she was interning at Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. And she, we decided to have her stay with us because she had no money. So what better tell way me, than I'm have, poor. Yeah, have her live with the newlyweds? <laughs> But we were gone for a softball tournament. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go ahead. I say I want I want Katie to to tell this. One. Okay. 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 Yes. So, as sis said, I lived with them because why wouldn't I? And um, they had just been married, and literally, I oh my gosh, I moved in with you guys a month after you got married. Yeah, maybe two months. Was it? Yeah. End of October. And yeah. Then you, you oh my gosh, it's whatever newlywed wants. It was like, hey yeah. guys, it's a family. So I move in with y'all. I was working late nights. I was working weekends. You guys were out of town for the weekend. I was at work and came home, punching the code to get in the house, right? I punch in the wrong code. Why the flip? I punch in the wrong code. Lord only knows, but I do. And the alarm goes off. And I start to panic and I'm sweating and I'm so nervous. <laughs> so I punch in the code again. I punch in, I, I don't know what the heck I punched in. I punched in all zeros. Like I said, Lord only knows, but I keep getting it wrong. As I continue to punch in the wrong code, the alarm increases in it's volume. So it just keeps getting louder and louder and louder. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, this is so bad. This is so bad. This is so bad. I'm going to get shot. Something, somebody is going to come in. They're going to think I'm an intruder. They're going to shoot me. I'm going to die. This is a horrible way, right? To, to leave this earth. So I call you guys and I was like, Oh my gosh, you guys, I punched in the wrong code. 
I'm trying to get into your house. I forgot the code. I screwed up. You need to make it stop. Right. And I, I remember you calling and we were, we heard the alarm going off in the background. I try. But the caveat, the trick was that alarm was not connected to any type of security, yeah. right? Police, brinks, nothing. It was only, it, we, we didn't have it hooked up. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, who so, knew that? Who knew that, by the way? We did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one of those small little details we forgot to mention to you right. when you moved in. <laughs> and this was a good time to bring that to your attention. Right. Sure. That it was incredibly loud, but it wasn't connected to anything. Uh-huh. Right. So go. Yeah. So calling you guys, I'm trying to ask you what in the world I'm going to do. Like literally, what do I do? Right. And you were like, oh, Katie, she, that's unfortunate. The police are coming. And I hate to tell you this. You have two options here, uh, neither of which are very good. And good luck to you. But um, worst case scenario, uh, they'll shoot you. <laughs> they're thinking you're robbing our home. Best case scenario, they're going to come in. You'll be able to explain what's going on. And they'll let you off with a fine, right? So um, it could be anywhere. I think you said $250. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't have $250. I don't have $250. I'm freaking out. Freaking out. And again, the alarm is just in the back, just beep, 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 freaking out, right? So I think at some point it had to have turned off or or I blacked out. I don't know. I fainted. Bored on land. Right. I got scared. I remember giving you the correct code. You punched it in on the phone with us and it shut off and then it shut right because you had been putting in the wrong code and you're kind of flustered and because it was so incredibly loud we gave you the code it turned off and then that's when we said hey you got a couple bad scenarios here now the police are coming right right so good luck to you i love you so much it's been great living with you but you're going to go to jail right so be home later tonight (laughs) (laughs) we'll bail you out later if you make it that far so um I think at some point I, I went into the kitchen. I just grabbed food out of the, the pantry, anything out of your snack drawer. You had the best snack drawer. So I went and grabbed food out of your snack drawer. I probably went and sat on the front steps and was like, oh, I'm just going to die happy, whatever. What Before the police get here, I'm just going to eat ho-hos. And why not? And um, you guys, in your infinite wisdom um, and quick thinking, had somebody from your team call me. <laughs> right? So it's a phone number I don't recognize. I pick up the phone. They say, hello, uh, this is the, I don't even know what police department. I think you may have told me Columbus. It's the Columbus police department. Um, We're on our way explaining that um, one, there is going to be a fine. And depending on if they believe me, I will go to jail for uh, breaking and entering. I'm crying, <laughs> losing my dadgone mind because I'm like, this is it. I haven't even gotten out of college yet. My life is over. This <laughs> is terrible. It wasn't real. It wasn't so real. <laughs> I remember us getting off the phone with you and Steph and I are laughing hysterically. I, I'm crying. Because we were envisioning... Yeah. What could possibly be happening at our house right now? Mm-hmm. Thinking, okay, Katie's probably on the front step porch. She's probably just livid, just confused, waiting for the police to show up. What's going to happen? And 
nobody shows up, right? Because it's not connected to anything, yeah. right? It literally is turned off. So we were just laughing hysterically at ourselves, thinking... We were so funny. What is <laughs> Katie so doing funny. right now? At our house, sure, it's so thinking funny. the police are going to show up like, you know, at the end of Home Alone, where these five <laughs> police cars pull in the driveway, <laughs> guns blazing, ready to... Take her down. Yeah, I'm pacing. I'm just on the front porch pacing. I'm like, this is it. This is it, Katie. Just, you really didn't do that much with your life. We've had a good ride. <laughs> We've had a good ride. So sorry about that, sis. Yeah, no, you're not. But that was pretty funny. It was great. It was great. So another story on our list is I want you ladies to share one of the dumb things I did. Right. There's been many dumb things that I've done. Yeah, lots. One of the silly things that I did was when you were pregnant with Emmy, mm-hmm. I was so excited to be a dad. All right. I was so excited to get to meet Emmy, hold Emmy for the first time. So proud. And of course, I have an accounting background, I have a finance background, so I'm big into the numbers. Right. So Emmy's Emmy was born September twenty second, two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. So nine twenty two eleven. I was hoping for some type of number that would be cool and easy for me to remember. One of those numbers I thought that'd be cool would be if she had a birthday of 9, 10, 11. All right. I thought that'd be incredibly cool. What I thought would not be incredibly cool is if she was a day later than that and had a mm. 9, 11 birthday. Because to me, no offense, but it's that's sad. Un- yeah. Sad, oh, unpatriotic. Sad. If our daughter was born on 9, 11, mm-hmm. right? I, I didn't want that. So I wanted to come up with some type of idea. How can we get Steph to have this baby on 9, 10, 11? You had gone full term, right? So that was like 39 weeks at that point. So mm, 38. Full, that's still full term though. It is considered full term. Yes, you're right. So it wasn't like it was 30 weeks. <laughs> no, for sure. Weeks. Yes, you're she right. She was full you're term. Right. Yes. And I was like, okay, how do we get, how do we get Steph to have this baby on 9, 10, 11? So I thought, okay, on 9, 9, 11, I've got to get you active, up and moving, up walking around. I've got some ideas. How can we get the labor and delivery process to start on the afternoon, evening of 9-9-11 so Emmy would be born on 9-10-11? You know what just and hit me? What's that? <laughs> you had this grand plan of how yes. to get sis to have a baby. You know nothing about how to truly make zero. This happen. Zero. I know zero about truly make this happen. She's at labor and delivery. <laughs> and we're like, you don't know. You know, we got this. Right. I'm surprised you weren't like, hey, calm it down, rookie dad. I got this. That's not how this works, my friend. So he decided to take me and Katie to Target. Because Katie had showed up. Yes. Right when I convinced you. Yes. Hey, let's go for a walk around mm-hmm. Target. Let's do a few laps. Yeah. And so well, she showed up and was honest on this infamous, infamous trip to Target. Yeah, so Kevin, he treats me like a dog. He's like, Katie. He meets me. He's like, that's a idea. We're going to get your sister to have a baby tonight. And I was like, Yes. I'm in. What do I do? And you're like, this is great. Follow my lead. She's going to have a baby. And I was like, okay. Because I was competitive, right? We're all so competitive. We were like, we can can cheat nature. We're going to make her have this kid. This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we all pile in the car. (laughs) We go to Target. 
So we start talking, are walking laps. And while we're walking, Katie and I, of course, are talking like crazy. And all of a sudden we look and Kevin's gone. We have no clue where Kevin's at. So we just, of course, just keep walking. And all of a sudden, here comes Kevin up an aisle holding hand weights. Yeah. And why would did you think you should give me hand weights? I don't know. I don't know. I just thought if we added some added some weights, it might expedite the process. Because I wasn't seeing any results at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> we need we need to ramp up this. Process. Workout, yes. right? And so, remember in Target, I'm like your coach. I'm your the motivational speaker. I'm your strength and conditioning coach. And I'm remember telling you, honey, listen, you are going to forget all about this pain as soon as you hold this baby girl in your arms. I promise, you are going to forget everything that we're doing right now. And I, my whole thing is, why did I even? Maybe I was just tired of being pregnant. I don't know, but I, I don't know why I went along with it. But I did. Like, whatever he said, I'm like, okay, maybe I just didn't have any strength anymore to, like, say no. I was like, okay, let's do some hand weights. So, there I am. People shuffling. feel bad enough for you in this moment. They're like, this poor woman. She was being abused. (laughs) I'm shuffling in Target, holding weights. I have my sister and my husband (laughs) alongside of me, like, encouraging me. Do this. Like, oh, it was... Needless to say, it did not work. After two hours, it did not work. So we go home. My sister starts rubbing my back because she felt so bad bad. for me. My husband is like, no, we're going round two on this. I'm going to beef up (laughs) this experiment here. We go to phase two of project 9-10-11. Because again, I wasn't seeing the results. So... When push goes and shove, right, we've got to go to the next level. I love how he says we when I'm the one getting tortured right. here. This wasn't negatively impacting me at all. So, yeah, I guess that it Oops. It, yeah, it's it sounds bad. really bad when you we. talk it out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, really it, it sounded so much better in my head than when I'm verbalizing it right now. Like, this mm-hmm. is really bad. So, this came down to the old wise tales, right? That we'd heard from your mom, mm-hmm. my yep. mom of what happened, you know, when, when they were pregnant with, yes. with us. And so they always talked about castor oil and how that worked yep. for them. And so we got some castor oil, we got some orange juice mm. and went home. You poured half a cup of orange juice. Then you poured a half a cup of castor oil on top of that. And literally, I remember it was like, it was flipping where, nasty. I saw yes. it. And I was like, "Deuces, I'm out. I'm not watching this." The I love oil, you so much. <laughs> I the oil sat exactly on oh. top of that orange juice. Mm-hmm. Did not mix. Like I know, I knew the oil and water don't mix. Well, oil and orange juice don't mix either. No, so they don't. We learned that real quick. Mm-hmm. So you start stirring it up, trying to mix it up, and then you chugged it like a champ. And mm. again, no results. No results, and. So that evening, not only was I in so much pain with my back and just I was in extreme pain, I didn't sleep that night because, unfortunately, castor oil is a laxative. So I was up all night while my sweet husband, who had all of these ideas, slept in bed the entire night. So Yeah, I remember, I remember Googling what are some of the side effects of when you drink castor oil after you drink castor oil? And it was, it has the same side effects as 
a laxative. Uh So again, I'm really sorry about that. (laughs) We both played sports in high school and a little bit in college as well. And so you played a lot of softball. And one day we started talking about what this baby girl could be like, like, what if, what if she's going to be an athlete? She, what if she wants to play softball? And we started kind of piecing together, like, what if she had not superpowers, but what if she had the best physical characteristic of our family? Uh Right. So you had said, okay, what if this baby girl could hit like you Uh in softball had my speed, had Katie's arm, had my accuracy (laughs) because, (laughs) because Katie, was Rude. known for being like Rude. wild thing <laughs> of her little league team. And I, I remember Steph telling me this and I was like, no, no, she can't be that wild that off. And I remember one time, Katie, and I'm not making this up. I had asked you like across the room, this was in Rockford. I said, Hey, can you toss me that banana? <laughs> and everyone was like, are you sure you want Katie to toss that banana to you from the kitchen counter? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, Hey, right here. I got a target. And so you go to throw it and you hit like the ceiling <laughs> as I'm standing here, like not even close. Oh my gosh. I wish, I wish I could say that with, with age, I've gotten so much better. Literally before we did this tonight, we're home and Sam and I are playing football in the living room. And, and Sam's your son. Sam's my son who has amazing accuracy. And he's throwing the football to me. And he's like, mom, throw it here. I know you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's five. And five. And Mike, my husband, was like, Kate, just don't. Just don't. There's pictures back there. Just don't throw it. And I was like, excuse you. Excuse all of you. I nailed it, by the way. At his chest. Maybe not at his chest, but close. Was it a fastball right into his chest? <laughs> it was a fastball. <laughs> hey, kid, catch this. <laughs> Mama could throw this ball over the mountain back there. Mama still got it. Yeah. Just nailed it. So tell the story of when your dad was coaching you girls. Mm-hmm. It was at nine, ten years old. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it nine or ten or even younger? Something like that. It was, the, it was the first. It, it was the first league where it was uh, player pitch. Okay. Yes, it was a 910. Okay. So my dad is all about empowering girls with sports. He loves that. So when we were at that age, my sister was pitching. And one of the players who was in high school, she ended up becoming an all-state pitcher. She was phenomenal. And her, yeah, she was amazing. And her dad started watching Katie. Mm -hmm. And he pulled my dad aside and he's like, your daughter has a real gift with pitching. So he kept telling my dad, she has the speed. Just keep working on the speed. But eventually, she'll get the control control of it. The control will come. It's going to come. So my dad she has that be, in his head. She might be 30 by that time, but eventually it's going, it'll get there. It'll come. It'll kick in. So he starts having her pitch during games, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Katie's there pitching in games and she literally pitches so hard. I've never seen someone so young pitch as hard as she did. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the accuracy was not there. I had so no she, bloody clue where it was going. I had no idea. 
<laughs> and my, my dad just kept encouraging, keep going. It's going to kick going. in. It's going to kick in. So she <laughs> went through an entire team yeah. batting. She either walked them mm-hmm. or hit them. Or hit them. No one touched her. Mm-mm. If she had a strike, no one could touch that ball. Nope. But she hit or walked Every so many people. Player. How many kids did you hit in a row, Katie? Oh, Kev, I... T- 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 yeah, what happened with like the parents yelling at your <laughs> dad? Like, how many kids did you did you hit it in a row so that, bad. that one Legit, day? Legit, I hit. Okay, so I walked in a run because I hit five players in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and when we say hit, drilled them, drilled them. These kids are crawling to first base, hobbling to first base, or crying to first base. Yeah, holding their heads. I can't imagine. I can't imagine being the next kid up like, all right, who's next? You're on deck. Let's go. Next batter. Kevin, it was so bad. Like, I was like, parents, you're fine. Parents are yelling at my dad, are yelling at my little sister. (laughs) Get her out of there. She's someone, she's she's going to kill somebody. And my dad's like, Keep going. She's going to work through it. She's going to get through your dad, it. Your dad was like, she's going to battle through it. She's going to work right through this. Yep. Kids were so scared. No one wanted to go up to bat. No. Like They're like, you're, you're next. No one would go up to bat. No, they It was so bad. Girl. God bless her. She started crying. She's in the, <laughs> she's in the, the circle. And they were like, okay, you know, so-and-so, it's your turn. And she was like, nope. <laughs> and I was like, come on. Like you're up, sister. Get going. So, so yeah, I hit like five girls in a row. I literally, literally hit every single person on the oh. team. Right. Oh my gosh. At one point, I threw it. I had a late release. It's fine. No big deal. I threw it over the backstop. <laughs> <laughs> the main road that went through the town was behind the softball diamond or behind home plate i throw it over the next stop it's in oncoming traffic right and i was like ah ah she's gonna hit the car i was like everybody needs to calm down i don't know why calm it down so worked up calm down so anywho after i hit every member of the team throw it over the backstop i'm kicking dirt <laughs> Right? I'm stuck in my glove and I'm so mad. And the madder I get, the harder I'm throwing it, right? So finally, there's literally a revolt. Like all of these parents are standing up there, like pounding on the fence. (laughs) (laughs) Are they yelling at you or are they yelling at your dad? I thought it was both. I thought it was both. Yeah. And so at one point, this mom. I hit her daughter. It's fine. Bobby. Her name was Bobby. I don't know if you remember that one, sis. I hit her daughter. Her mom comes through the fence. There was like this tiny little gap in the fence. She comes through the fence. And I was like, ah, geez, she's going to charge me. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, anywho, at that point, my dad sees that things aren't getting better. Right? We're not (laughs) amazing. (laughs) <laughs> not kicking in. The control's not kicking in yet. And he comes to the mound and he was like, Kate, you know I gotta pull you. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I was like, Dad, it's fine. Right? We're fine. Everybody's fine. Look at them, they're fine. And girls are like, <laughs> get a walking wounded on every base. You need to calm the flip down over there. <laughs> it's just just a war story. And so anyways, he was like, Kate, I got to take you on. I was like, Ugh. 
fine. And so I you know, kick the dirt and I take off. And I, I think he had to put me in the outfield <laughs> or something. We lived out in the country at that point. Yeah. And we had a huge 30 foot tall aluminum mm -hmm. pool bar. You could store right? combines in it. Yes. Yep. You could store combines in it. They actually did. Mm -hmm. So my dad would have us do batting practice, pitching mm -hmm. there. So he would sit on a bucket. All right. Right against this barn. Yeah. And he would put sit on the bucket, <laughs> put his glove here and have Katie pitch to him. And he would be like, pitch as hard as you can. Mm -hmm. In the glove. <laughs> and Katie would have like 10, 20 balls and she would pitch it. And if she, she started like there was dents all around dad because <laughs> he wouldn't yeah. move his glove. <laughs> like pitch it here. Really? There was dents. He wouldn't catch it. No, no. he wouldn't move. Was so there was hit. dents everywhere all around, <laughs> 10 feet away from him, 20 feet. <laughs> and the harder she would pitch and he would just sit there and it would she wouldn't hit his glove the matter she would get. Mm. Well then all of a sudden she would start pitching and it would go over <laughs> the 30 foot pool barn and dad would be like, Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. And she'd throw the glove <laughs> down and then she'd take off and oh my gosh, those were long so those were long pitching sessions. So bad. So speaking of overly competitive and things maybe getting a little bit out of hand. Well, you fit right in with our family with competitive. Yep. You wanted me to share the story yep. of the first time I went to your family reunion, mm -hmm. right? So can you explain, before, before I share my side of the story, can you explain how your family reunions are? Because this is not like go to a shelter house mm -mm. and have a caring dinner. It's This is different when it comes to your Keller Fest or whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we have a very, very cool family. So cool. My dad's side, ultra competitive. We are all once we we don't see each other for years, but it's like when we get together, we don't miss a beat. But we're all competitive, all sports oriented, and we all just want to play games and be outside. Yeah. Right. So it's not like bocce ball or a little croquet. A little croquette. Nope. Yeah. We're not we're not doing <laughs> There's that. There's no croquetting. No. No. We'll have like life size um, what's it called? Bounce house. No. I mean they're bounce house, but they're like it's like you have to inflatable. Inflatable. Yes. Like, like life size course. inflatable, but it's an obstacle course. Yeah. So I mean, as soon as people get there, you know, you're drawing names. Who are you up against? Oh hi, I haven't seen you in five years. Line up. Mm -hmm. You're on this obstacle course. Doesn't matter how old you are. Nope. You're doing Talking. this. Smack. Yes. You are talking smack <laughs> as soon as you meet the people or see the people again. So for some reason, I had always gotten out of going to this family reunion. And by this point, we had been married eight, nine years. Mm -hmm. And it was either I was in grad school getting my MBA or I was working or... Studying your CPA. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or playing softball. Yep. Whatever. I had always gotten out of these family reunions. Because you thought I, they I were want... terrible. You thought they sucked. Yes, because I had a certain vision of what family reunions are, and I didn't want anything to deal with it. Yeah. Right? I mean, because I, di I didn't know anybody in your family, quite honestly. I'd seen them at our wedding, but most of your family members are from Iowa, mm -hmm. Michigan, Indiana. Indiana and it, that just didn't seem fun to me. So if, if I didn't have to go, I, I didn't go. Yeah. Well, hey, so, this so I forget your name. I'm never going to remember it again. Oh. Yeah. And it was it was bad because... 
at this particular one. It was at your parents' house. Yes. So I felt obligated. I needed to attend this. Okay. But I would introduce myself to your family members and exactly what you just said, Katie. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh yeah, don't you remember we met you at your wedding? You know, eight, nine years ago. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I knew it. So I, and I, can I interject? <laughs> Literally that happened. When was that? When was that first Keller Fest at mom and dad's house? It was, pr- it was right after Emmy. So let's say yeah. 12. Yes. Yeah. We just had another Keller Fest this past summer. Kevin was introducing himself. <laughs> our family again and they're like yeah i'm we've met i know you i remember you i was at your wedding and then that other thing and he was like ah i'm sorry so yeah i work on his people skills (laughs) memory we gotta get work get that memory working so one of my weaknesses okay is there are times where i have this overly competitive spirit right that comes out of me all right And when you're younger, like when you're in high school and you're super competitive, people love you. Coaches love you because you play hard. You're into it. My coaches love overly aggressive. Love it. Right. (laughs) You're just, you're just, you're just a competitive guy. Okay. However, when you reach an adult and that competitive side comes out of you, you are now a hothead. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so typically I keep this inside this competitive spirit i keep it in there until do you know do you know <laughs> i don't think i think i love that you think you do this is my side of the story oh okay i don't think so until someone runs their mouth or i feel like i got cheated out of something oh. okay whether it's a umpire sure or an official or someone starts running their mouth to me then that competitive thing comes out okay in this particular example, at this family reunion, again, I don't know these people, all right? But you are loving this family reunion. Yes, it has been fun because we're just playing games, right? Yeah. And not only are we playing games, but there are people that are actually athletic. Yeah. Which is a big deal, mm-hmm. right? That I can actually play hard because there are actually athletic people mm-hmm. at this event and people that are younger than me. And so it was, it was a lot of fun. Well, we start playing kickball. And your dad is the umpire, okay? And your uncle, is it Uncle Don? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. How old is he? He's like at 70, 70 maybe at yeah, that, at that point? Yeah, late 70s. Okay. Okay, so he's, he's <laughs> at this point, he's early 70s. He's the all-time pitcher in this kickball game, okay? And we have probably 30 people at your family's house playing kickball in the mm-hmm. backyard. So I get up to kick, and bases are loaded, okay? So I drill a ball right down the right field line. Now, Grant, there are no lines because it's backyard, but it was, it was down the line. It was fair. Okay. <laughs> so just trust me on this. Okay. It was fair. Sure. Now, Katie, your husband is out in left field, mm-hmm. completely opposite end of the field. Well, he thinks he's funny <laughs> and he yells out when I drill this, it's going to be a grand slam. When I kick this, he thinks he's funny and he yells foul ball. So he yells foul ball. Everybody on my team stops running. And I keep running. I'm like, no, no, no. Keep keep going. Keep going. That's fair. And so everybody stops. So then I turn to your dad. I'm like, Steve, Steve, what was it? And your dad's like, oh, sorry. Like, I, I don't know. I was drinking in my beer. Well, yeah, yeah, sorry. Like- <laughs> I, we're going to have to call that one a foul, Kev. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Steve, you had one job to do out here. And you, you're not paying attention? Like, what are you doing? So 
I actually got your dad about that, which I shouldn't have, obviously. You later apologized. Yes, I later apologized. Yes. So that got me fired up at your husband and at your father. Like, I can't believe one, your dad's not paying attention. And plus, your husband is not funny, right? (laughs) Him yelling out foul ball when this was going to be a grand slam. Dude, it totally worked, though. Just saying. Well, I, uh, I took the first strike, right? And then that was a foul ball. So I've got, I've got one more mm-hmm. shot. At this point, I am like furious. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to jack this ball <laughs> over your parents' house. Like I am, I am Quarter going mile. to jack yeah, this thing. Going. Right? So your Uncle Don, again, <laughs> 70s, pitches it. And it's like, you know, one of those bouncing, <laughs> bouncing, bouncing. So I run up this ball and I go to smash this into the, the next county. And I nick it. I, I just nick the side of it. And it just like <laughs> spins foul. <laughs> and my intensity level went shot up to 11 <laughs> at this moment. So I run over to this ball. And I kick it. And I jack it out in the field. And I turn and I go, now that's foul. <laughs> I yell it. Yell it for your whole family. Now that's foul. And so I was so mad. It was a little. You, oh, I was. And you're like, so mad. please don't do this, Kevin. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. <laughs> and all of a sudden, then it hits me. That's the only ball <laughs> that we have. There's no. There's no other like backup <laughs> kickballs. That was the only one. And I just jacked it into the field. Quarter mile. So yeah. So far. So I literally, I'm standing there like, I just, I just delayed the game here. Now I've got to go chase that ball. <laughs> so then I. Go over like that little fence. Yep. I'm going over the creek or yep. whatever. Go through the woods out in the cornfield. Mm-hmm. Yep. Retrieve the ball, bring it back, and go to and I, I toss it to your uncle Don. Okay. Toss it to your uncle Don. And your uncle Don like backs out of the way like there's poison on the ball. He's like, I'm not touching that thing. I'm like, why not? He's like, there's probably poison ivy all over that thing. I'm like, oh, you're kidding me. So I grab the ball. I gotta go find the hose. So I got to wash off this kickball, wash it off, dry it, bring it back, delay the game a, a good five minutes. At least. Right? As, as everyone is like probably thinking, who is this jackhole? For sure. Why the up? flip did she why did him? He's crazy. Why did he show up to this family reunion? <laughs> why did he finally pick one family reunion to show up at and he came to this one? Right? And so at that point, I felt really bad because I realized I completely kind of ruined this fun family moment event for the Kellers. And I compl- that competitive spirit came out of me. So the rest of the day, that happened like at 2 o'clock. Okay? We didn't leave until 10, 10.30 at night. Mm-hmm. And so I remember thinking, okay, Kevin, you've got to be on your best behavior. The rest of this night, you have to totally redeem yourself. I do not want that to be the lasting impression of me mm-hmm. from this Keller Fest, from this family reunion. And so I was on my best behavior. It felt like you know I was really made some friends. Mm-hmm right? Had a good time, made some people laugh. And then we go to leave. And I'm hoping I'm like, man, I'm hoping Steph doesn't bring this up. What happened two o'clock? And like, as soon as we got in the car and I shut that door and granted, it's like eight hours later, as soon as I shut the door, you're like, why do you do that? Why do you do that? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. What can't you just play a kickball game? Why do you have to ruin it for everybody? Why are you so competitive? And I'm like, Steph, I'm so sorry, honey. I am so sorry. 
I completely ruined that. Completely made it for myself. And so, but you have to admit, I mean, I was younger. I mean, I was 35 at the time. So, <laughs> I, I should have known better. I was literally 35 and I did that. I was young. Ridiculous. I, was, I was a middle-aged man. I was only 35. <laughs> right. So, then fast forward to this year, this summer, we've, we drive out to Iowa. And I told you all the way there, I'm like, Steph, I'm not playing one game when we get out there. <laughs> like, I'm not ruining this again. And I hadn't been to a family reunion like this for six years. Yeah. Five, five, six years. So I told him, like, listen, I'm not playing a game. I'm going to take care of the kids. You go enjoy yourself. You do the fun, the volleyball. You do slip and slide. You do cornhole, whatever you want. I am not doing anything. And so we show up to your uh, cousin. cousin's house. Uh-huh. And I didn't know this. So we wa- I walk out in the backyard and he has this like bullpen mm-hmm. set up that he built yep. the day before. And it has, so it says bullpen. It looks like an indoor soccer thing, but it's kind of smaller and it has these two by fours running across. Mm-hmm. And he's got probably like six two by fours and then a piece of PVC pipe mm-hmm. over top of each one of those two by fours. Yep. And I'm like, what is that? What could that possibly be? I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. And so I walk in the house and I ask him, I'm like, hey, what is that in the backyard that your cousin made? And he's like, oh, that's human foosball. We're going to be playing that tomorrow uh, with the family. I made that yesterday. Took me you know, a few hours to build it, but human foosball. And so I remember I go back to you, Steph. I'm like, honey, I just want to apologize right now. I am in trouble. <laughs> I am going to be in trouble tomorrow because I have to participate in this human foosball. Like I... I I am going to have to play. It was like the there's best. no way I can sit there and watch everybody having you fun. You were literally there for two seconds and you're like, yeah, that thing I said. I'm in trouble. I'm yeah, done. Take that I'm back. I'm done. I'm totally Take that back because I'm totally playing this tomorrow. <laughs> and thankfully, at age 40, I was able to compose myself. Mm-hmm. I was able to be a grown up adult. I kept that competitive spirit. Nobody ran their mouth to me. That probably helps. But I, we had fun. It was fun. I didn't ruin your family. You didn't. Listeners, if you like what you just saw, like what you just heard, please go to iTunes, go to YouTube, and subscribe, rate, review this podcast. That's the only way we'll be able to continue to produce this. Where else can they go, Stephanie? They can go to kevinandsteph.com. That's all I know, though. So, is that it? You crushed it. Yes, crushed it. Thank you, listeners. The story of my life, I give a life, I spend a life until she's broke.